Welcome to Omni Asks, uh, episode two. Uh, this time we're joined by Get Six, not Get Sex, as I said earlier. No one tell him I said that, by the way. Um, I never heard it. Okay, cool. Um, you want to introduce yourself before we start off? Dude, my straw has a crack in it. Nice. I can't. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm Get Six. My name is Isaac. I'm 23. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. <laughs> I've been producing for maybe seven years, and I'm excited. Let's get these questions. Let's get these questions. Righty, okay, so... Oh, I can hear myself in your mic, by the way. <laughs> oh, my bad. Yeah, I got that shit too loud. That's fine, I'll, I'll edit this part out. Is there, like, a language limit that I should use? Um, if you go into Discord, you can change the mic sensitivity... Oh, um, sure. I yeah. mean, like, should I prevent myself from saying shit too much? Uh, nah, it's fine. Like, it's it's okay, marked explicit on podcast hosts, so. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Okay, but yeah, the echo should be gone. Let me let me talk now. Uh, yeah, we're good now. Okay. <clears throat> Pretend like that didn't happen. Right. <clears throat> Moving on. Okay, so, cool. So, uh, we got our first question from Hanabai, and that's, how's your day going, you know? How's it going? Good. Good. It's my dad's birthday, so we went down, well, it's my dad's birthday and my grandma's tomorrow. So we went to her house and hung out there for an hour and a half. Damn, so, good. so your dad was born a day before your grandma's birthday? Yeah. That's pretty nice. Kind of weird, huh? Fair enough. Um, yeah. I just worked all day, so that was very fun. Uh, that <laughs> nah, that's fine. I don't have a job. Uh, well, you make music. That's kind of like a job. I'm trying to make it that. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, let's see. Let me see where I should go. Uh, da, 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 da. Hmm. <laughs> let's go. Let's go straight into. Hey, thanks, Storm. Um, let's go straight into the sort of production questions. From Storm, uh, what was the weirdest sample you ever made? Um, that I ever made myself, like recorded. Yeah, just like that that you've you've ever made, not even necessarily used in a song, but just like something that's mm -hmm. really weird and you quite like. I record. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't used it in a song, but I recorded my stomach growling for like two minutes because <laughs> it was going ape shit one night. So I just held my stomach. Um, I held my shirt up and put my mic right next to it, and like I would just rub it a little bit, and you would just hear. It's good. Uh, it's good ambience. It could be. You, I just you, might use it in some shit. You have to pay good money on fucking splice for samples like that, man. <laughs> These don't come easy. They don't. It's like um. Well, it's like Dead Mouse fucking samples hitting his ass for his claps. You know. <laughs> I heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Righty, uh... Oh boy, there's a lot of questions. Pain. Uh, I couldn't address that one. What? I actually once... Uh, as far as being a professional in monetizing pain goes, Monetizing pain, okay, here we go. Um, once I was trying to sing a, a bit, uh, sing a part of a song, I couldn't get it right, and Misha said that I just sang like I was bored in the recording. <laughs> So I was like, okay, well, shit. So I slapped my face like five times and I would like pinch certain parts of my body at random just to like, I don't even know, release adrenaline, I guess. And then I sang mm -hmm. in pain and it worked better. <laughs> Fair enough. That's like if you're doing some sort of emo track, that's where it's perfect for me. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. That's what it turned out to be. Um, yeah. Cool. What's your, what's your, what would you say? This is from Neo here. Um... What's your favorite genre to produce, or just favorite genre overall? Um, dark ambient, dungeon synth, like, uh, RuneScape OST type shit. Fair I enough. Love, like, old school RPG music. Uh-huh. Um, like, Pokemon Battle music, Final Fantasy, Chrono Trigger, Super Mario RPG. The RuneScape OST is amazing, dude. I've like I've anyway. barely played RuneScape. I Me neither. <laughs> I never really got into it, but yeah, like even like that 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 menu music is like 
oh god fucking classic yeah and it's like i even play runescape and i hear that it's like oh shit here we go <laughs> you know <laughs> oh shit yeah um, yeah Okay, well, I mean, that's a good segue into uh, Mikey's question, which is what video game or game franchise have been your biggest inspiration for coming up with ideas for music? Um, the Binding of Isaac is really good. Oh, uh, yeah, the fucking this- soundtrack is so good right. for Binding of Isaac. I just turned it back on today because I've been playing it for like the last couple of weeks, but I've always had it off. And yeah, they've even added tracks I don't recognize and it's so good. Yeah, it's, um, God, what was the name of the composer for that? He is just amazing. I don't even know. He did Super Meat Boy as well and um, a couple other games. Nice. Yeah. That one, I sucked at Super Meat Boy, but it hit. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, Slay the Spire has been a huge inspiration as far as like strings go. Because mm-hmm. I just don't really work with strings very much. But I have contact in a couple libraries. So I love the music from that. Yeah. Um, Contact's the way to go, you know? Yeah, just I love take contact. five hours to load a project, but that's fine. Doesn't matter. Yeah, because it sounds good as fuck as soon as it loads. Exactly. <laughs> if it does load, oh my god! Sometimes samples just go missing, and I don't know why. Oh, but, Danny um, Baranowski was the composer for Yeah Finding of Isaac. He, yeah, that's great. Oh my god, did he do Crypt of the Necro Dancer? Uh, he had a track in it. He had a soundtrack in it. It was one of the soundtracks. Okay. Yep. I think it might that's have been the music. default one actually. I think so, yeah. I always just play with the Danganronpa soundtrack, though, because I'm a fucking weeb. (laughs) Um, Can't handle anime. (laughs) Hold up. I can think of a couple more examples. Um, Fucking Torchlight. Torchlight, yeah. Path of Exile. Mm -hmm. Also great music. Doom Doom 2016 has been... Oh my um, fucking god, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I tried to make so much heavy drum and bass guitar shit after listening to that, playing that game. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's all I can think of. Fair enough. Um. Cool. Let's see. Uh. Okay. This is this is my question. I asked him for it in silence last week. Mm. This, but this is the most important question in production. This is the hot button topic. <laughs> all right. Let's see. It. Of 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 the decade. Face plant or serum? Uh, I knew it would be something or serum, but I don't know what. <coughs> my mom just sneezed. <laughs> oh. I don't know what face plant is. Face plant? Um, yeah. It's a new uh, kilohertz synth. I'm just gonna be a kilohertz rep from now on. I guess I'm telling everybody about this. It's um. I don't even know what this is. Check it out. It's a. Uh, imagine oh, face if. Plant. Yeah, face plant. Imagine if serum had like thirty oscillators instead of two. <laughs> Oh no, this this actually looks like what serum looks like on acid. It is it's just confusing. I I strongly recommend it. If you've not used Whoa. it before, um check it out. It's like it is nuts. Like everybody you I know, can't... like when you got serum and it's like, oh shit, this is actually like so easy. I know what the fuck I'm doing. Um face plants like holy fuck. It's like think... it is literally serum on steroids. Yeah. Yeah, this looks wild as fuck. <laughs> I am not as much into like sound, like intricate sound design as I used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I used to love it. I used to just like jizz over making <laughs> the craziest bass that I can out of yeah. nothing. But anymore, I focus way more on just making simple mel- melodic content. Fair. Uh, I don't do crazy. Flux is like a real nice synth in my opinion. Flux. It's like an FL Studio exclusive okay. thingy. Is that mm. is that Flex or Flux? Flux. Flux. I've not heard of this. F-L-U- Let me make sure that I got the not name. Not my right. name. Is it really Flex? You got to Flex is like the Nexus one. Yeah, it's sort of like a replacement for oh. it's the Rompler, yeah. I can't even name my favorite synth right. <laughs> Flex is really cool to be fair. It basically nice. just looks like good Nexus. Um, if yeah. I use, I mean, that's the one good thing about FL because I use Ableton. Um, but whenever I look at FL, it's like fucking Harmer, Flex, you know, uh, Citrus, all that shit. And it's like over on Ableton, what we have, we got Operator, we got Analog, <laughs> we got some other yeah. synths that nobody fucking uses. <laughs> Excuse uh, me. Nice. Um, I've heard so much about Operator. It's. And I, I, People do crazy things in Operator that I've never been able to make in, like, Harmer. So, Mm. I don't know. 
Armor is powerful and it's fun, but it feels limited compared to even like massive. Really? In my opinion, you could hmm. probably do more with armor, but massive, I was able to just get nicer sounds out of it quicker. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like you have to have a PhD in armor to actually use it. Seems that way. Because there's just so much shit in that one synth. Mm -hmm. Like, holy fuck. It's got, like, resampling and fucking additive yeah, and yeah it's got just got random knobs that do random like combined filter shit like you have a pluck pluck knob oh, i love it dude the plug knob is my shit the um the blur thing like the one that just adds a shit load of uh of high end just the harmonic blur meme oh so, yeah 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 i, I love love got some prism. cool fucking synths but i gotta stay on ableton for that mm. workflow man yeah I only just recently started kind of trying to improve and like streamline my workflow because I every time I open a project I have a blank template and I just put everything together from scratch each time Ooh, I don't have presets yeah, yeah um, me too I'm just like well yeah. time to fucking lay out a kick and snare again and yeah. make the same basic patch and serum again yep oh my god even though I could just save them all yep as they are I just don't yeah, although, I mean, in some ways I think it's good because it helps, I, I feel like it kind of helps keep your music fresh, because if you keep using the same samples over and over again, and the same, like, mm. sounds, it's like, well, I mean, there's, there's you know, there's a difference between having a style and then just taking your component elements and just rearranging them, right. which I guess is, like, the danger of that kind of approach, but, yeah, at the other extreme, it's just, like, doing everything over and over again, which is... <laughs> Hell. Yeah, if you've got the same kind of template, then I can easily see your mind just going in the same direction. Like if it starts, you, like you've got a template that starts at 140 BPM with some two-step pattern, two-step drum pattern, and your mind is not going to go anywhere other than dubstep, probably, yep. unless you really force it. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Um. Righty. So... This is the most important question probably of the entire Ask Me Anything. Um, sure. This is from Ico. What do you top your nachos with? Just cheese. Just, just, cheese? just fucking cheese? What? So I literally throw fucking like shredded sharp cheddar cheese, preferably sharp, maybe mild if we have it, onto some tortilla chips, a bunch. And I pop that shit in the microwave for like 30 seconds. Check mm -hmm. on it. If it's all melted, it's good to go. Dude, but where's the where's the salsa, man? If I'm doing salsa, it's in a crock pot. I take a jar of salsa and a brick of Velveeta cheese. <laughs> Fucking Velveeta. Dude, it's That's white not trash, even cheese. It's not even I cheese. I know, but if I'm going for like cheese dip, then I don't really want anything. I'm not expecting some gourmet. Oh, fair. Nachos. Fair. True. Yeah, if there is a easy alternative to Velveeta, I'm all over it. Like I'll I'll swoop it up because I'm not exactly did, like sold on Velveeta. It's just the only one I know. Fair. Yeah. I could just buy Kraft singles and fucking melt them down. Oh my! That's God. the way. That's the way to go, my dude. <laughs> I cannot imagine what could go wrong with that. I don't even make grilled cheese with Kraft. Fuck that. Yeah. I need real cheddar. Real cheddar, but not too strong. Keep it like I like sharp cheddar. I like sharp cheddar, but like if you put it in a grilled cheese, I find it's too overpowering. Like having like an extra extra sharp. Like I'll eat an extra sharp on its own, but like in a grilled cheese, it's just too much for me. I don't mm -hmm. know. I'll have to compare. <laughs> I've never. I've always just enjoyed a whole grilled cheese, no matter what the cheese is. Fair. It's just all amazing. Fair. Well, I live in the UK, so grilled cheeses oh. are uh, a rarity that you have to make yourself. Yeah, Lena's never even had mac and cheese. They and don't sell crap. Oh, okay. Here's explain. the trigger. Here's the trigger. So Tesco, one of the biggest supermarkets in the UK. Yeah. They used to uh, import Kraft macaroni and cheese from the US. So you could buy the proper Kraft dinner straight from US at Tesco. Mm -hmm. Then in Kraft's infinite wisdom, they decided, if, I want to say last year, 
uh, to replace the U.S. craft with their own new U.K. recipe. Bruh. And imagine if Kraft macaroni and cheese tasted absolutely fucking terrible. <laughs> and that's the UK flavor. It's just not good. I don't know what cheese. It's like they even got they got mm. they somehow found faker cheese to put into it. Right. Kraft it, is like right at the border of of still being yummy to me, even though my palate is a little better than it used to be as a kid. But I'll always loved I'll always loved Kraft mac and cheese. Uh, if it were yeah, any more fake, Kraft, it'd be horrible. Kraft is like you cannot can't go wrong with craft man it's the I, it's it's the best mac and cheese anybody who says velveta is the best is like velveta velveta craft uh mac and cheese is just not good probably not i haven't heard that name since like i was born uh, solar royce shells and cheese it's not shells and cheese it's shit mac and cheese okay solar flank fucking idiot okay um anyway let's move on from food talk because this is not the food podcast. Okay. But it could be. And it's not a bad idea. Yeah. I'm going to pitch that to Storm. Yeah, throw that yeah, shit me, out there. Me, we got some me, culinary yeah. people in here. Me, uh, Flux and Artist Talks Food for an Hour. Mm. That's the new podcast. Um, this is a good idea. Right, okay. Um, this is from Delta. We're going to move straight back into production with this. <laughs> this is from Delta Rose. How do you tend to translate the musical ideas you have in your head into the actual DAW you're using, you know, or the synth or, you know, how do you, how do you move those ideas into your DAW? Cause I literally hear them in my head and I know what they sound like. I don't think I'm pitch perfect, but, but I will hear like, um, shit, dude, I got, baked as fuck just a, like a few weeks ago nice. i was doing laundry and in my head was just this uh, like it was an, a classical song being played on an organ totally random made mm-hmm. up in my head a ditty there we go yep but it was a full thing and then it, it just crescendoed into these nice chords and then like an arpeggiated uh riff and i heard this riff and i just froze and Damn. ran to my fucking computer and put it down because <laughs> I knew it was an organ. Just, I found an organ. Um, and uh, yeah, I could just, I hummed the notes, memorized them. And if I hear something that's super complex, I'm probably not going to try and recreate it. Most of what I hear and recreate is just notes. Not really, I'm not trying to like look for any specific sound. Mm-hmm. I just copy the notes that I hear. Fair. What about yeah. so so sound design? You sort of just do that. You sort of fly that by sound ear. Design, I sit down and like I'll just open a synth, hit some random random shit, literally just fuck around with yep. no intention at all until I come up with something that triggers something in my head. Fair. Normally I'm like, well, I have like a vague idea of like like oh I want a, a chord like a saw sort of thing, and then mm-hmm. I'll work from there but yeah yeah i'm mostly just saying i'll just fuck around with shit right the thing is if i have an idea of let's see if i have a a skeleton of a song of a track and i want to incorporate this really specific bass or lead sound um with a certain melody that i have in mind it's so easy for me to just get sidetracked for 30 minutes trying to make it perfect and like just toying with all of the options on a synth yeah. I get lost doing that. So I try not to, if I'm going to just like fuck around and uh, try my best to make something weird in a, in a synth, I don't go into it with any real intention because it's just going to get lost. Yeah. And then I'll get frustrated. So fair yeah. enough. I, yeah. I stick to simple sounds if I'm in the midst of writing. So this is from Trio. Uh,. In comparison to your release songs, how many songs do you not finish and how many songs do you finish but end up not releasing? Finish and not releasing? Um, yeah. Oh, you, you, you're hitting the vape, boy? No, dude, I don't do drugs. Oh, damn. What the okay. fuck are you talking about? Cool. I was going to ask if I could get a hit. I was going to ask if I could get a hit. Well, you can. Just don't talk about okay, it. Okay, cool. Give me a second. Cool. Yeah. Oh, my vape's not on. Fuck. Oh, dude. Damn, I'm sorry. Big oof. Big oof. Anyway. There's um, a, I just found a stink bug hanging from a spider web on my chalkboard. Damn. See ya. 
Fresh air. <laughs> Fucking vape on it. No. <laughs> I could vape this fucking air duster and lose some brain cells. Yeah, that's the way I'm to sorry, go. sorry, what was the question? <laughs> the question was, uh, in comparison to your release songs, how many songs do you not finish? Yeah. And how many songs do you finish but end up not releasing? Uh, I don't really... Um, I release everything that I finish. If I, if I think it's worthy of finishing all the way through, um, then I want to release it. Mm-hmm. With that said, I do have um, like 150 songs right now that I have made between like the years of 2011 and like 2015. Yep. Between those four years, I made so much shit that I never released. I would just like crank out a song a day. Jesus. um, Oh, yeah. When I was younger... And like had no actual responsibilities and my ADD was able to be laser focused, then I was insane with this shit. Mm-hmm. I would just sit down at FL and, and grind out a whole song. Like a, a not even a not to hype myself up or whatever, but a good song. A solid track. Four yep. minutes, no like looping or whatever. In, in a night. Like from Damn. 9 p.m. to 3 a.m. I'll just grind it out. Um Damn. Nowadays, I can't really do that because I've got other responsibilities. Uh, but everything that I make and finish, I plan on releasing. And I've always got like a backlog of like 15 tracks that I'm trying to release. Right now, I have about that many. Okay. Well, on that note, uh, this is from Foley. Uh, what happened to Redshift? Nice. Redshift... That was with the Scarlet Project. He Mm -hmm. just kind of ended up... Well, I think we got really discouraged because we did that Deeper Love remix for Monster Cat. Yep. And it was like... Fuck. It was amazing. It's such a good song. Like, I'm still... Yeah, it got rejected because we uploaded it to SoundCloud, which was against the rules before the contest ended couldn't uh-huh. you couldn't share it to soundcloud um thank you solaroy i can't see the name against the dark That's background solaroy yeah solaroy okay yeah he's but the thing like is <laughs> <laughs> fuck solaroy the the thing is um slushy mm-hmm. also remixed the track he did the same thing he uploaded it to soundcloud and i he got like way more att- uh, attention than um than we did we literally got like no recognition from uh monster cat whereas slushy as you can see now was probably a fucking industry plant to begin with but he's <laughs> Ooh, huge now. throwing some fucking shade uh, it's, it's just a lot of these people feel like they are yeah gimmicky fucks anyway um so uh, if it wasn't rejected would your song have won Maybe I think it would have gotten recognized better, at least, if it wasn't rejected. But I also feel like Monster Cat hates me because when I was first starting to make EDM, uh, I sent them probably like 40 songs into their demo submission (laughs) thing within, I guess, the span of a few months. Every single one got rejected, and I think that they just blacklist my name whenever they see it now. Jesus conspiracy theory but i'm serious the the thing about the thing about monster cat is it feels like they're one of the only labels where small artists can actually get like a voice but like at the same in the same hand like they like all the smaller artists i talk to who are on monster cat just tell me that like all the just so many horror stories i hear about monster cat from others no shit yeah i, I didn't know about that but like i kind of thought I thought the same thing for a long time that they were a platform um, aimed toward bringing up new and like fresh artists, unrecognized young talent. Yep. Which is kind of why I was bitter that I never ever got like any recognition or like a submission from them. Even today, I've I've submitted to them in like the last year or two, had not got not, no response. Yeah. So like I'm a little salty about that, even though I shouldn't be, because I'm <laughs> just who I'm just one person. Yeah. But they still don't really sign like anybody new, it seems. Yeah. Or anybody who's actually an amateur pr- 
producer who already has a fan base who deserves more recognition. They just pull up random gimmicky newbies that come from like nowhere and probably already have 10 years of producing experience from their other alias. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a little depressing to to see the direction they're going as a label. I don't listen to them anymore, dude. Uh, like yeah, they I release mean, so much I still listen Sorry. to them, but yeah, there's just there's a lot of music on Monster Cat where I'm just like, "Oh man." <laughs> I've lost faith. I literally stopped like <sighs> It's like, imagine a playlist, like your Discover Weekly playlist on Spotify, right? Use that shit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So imagine you're like your Discover Weekly is great when you first get it. So good. You listen yep. to everything. And then like it starts to give you fucking K-pop or like doom metal <laughs> and just shit that does not vibe with you. And you're like, hmm, maybe it was just a bad couple weeks. Next week you listen to it, more garbage. Next week, it's even more distant than what you originally started listening to. And eventually you just stop trying this playlist because it keeps fucking sucking <laughs> yeah and that's that's pretty much what happened to monster cat with me they started doing all of this future base absolute nonsense some of it's good i hate the style though yeah i hate the whole aesthetic of future base and now it's there's some good stuff on instinct i think mm-hmm. if that's the heavier side of the label uh uncaged is the heavier side okay my bad yeah. uncaged has some good stuff yeah but yeah fuck yeah, I mean, they still I got Muzz, so as long as they got Muzz, you know, they can't be that bad of a label. I got a Facebook notification that he changed his name to that just yeah, like I a know, couple right? days ago. It's so weird. Sh- shit whack. Ready. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, like the tangent. So, this is from Alpha Swine. Who would you say is the most important person in your career? In my career, I would say Miss Lena mm-hmm. at the moment. I kind of have to. Not really, but no, she's super sweet. Yeah. She's helped me more than like any other artist, I guess. I've had like, yeah, I don't know. The question was the most important artist in my career, right? Yeah. Or no, most important person. Oh, I'm sorry. Or was it? Let me check actually. Yeah, it was just person. Yep. Okay. Well, even then I would say Misha because... Cause she's just great. Um, some, some, uh, I don't even know what the phrase is. Honorable mentions. There we go. Some yep. honorable mentions are a couple guys from the middle East who I talked to a couple metalheads. They, they have this <laughs> server and they are just like the most, uh, they're the most yang to my yin kind of people that I've ever spoken to in every way. Everybody that I know, like their moral system, their religion, everything that they think about just worldviews and musically, Mm -hmm. totally different from me. They do not even like accept most EDM dubstep specifically to be like noteworthy music in the slightest. (laughs) And so when I started talking to them, then I would show them like Sky Fracture, Orion, all these popular tracks of mine, and they recognize like the melodic value, but they kind of just told me this style is hair is horrible for you. Like this is not this is not doing you justice. You are beyond drum and bass and fucking dubstep bangers. Yeah. Your writing skills could could be way more than this. And these two th- these people, their names were Nestor and Follett. Um mm-hmm. like the still the coolest guys I know. They kind of inspired me to start like experimenting more with with dark ambient and um and other like just non EDM stuff. I just started trying new things because of them. Cause like everything I would send them they're huge metalheads and they're huge music fans in general. Uh-huh. So they had great things to say about like they just knew what good songwriting meant they still do they, they know what good songwriting means and um holy shit i'll just i'll send this guy nestor a 40 second clip of a melody that i wrote and he'll timestamp like 25 seconds to 27 <laughs> seconds is like a good rise of tension into like 27 seconds to 30 seconds which which flows well into this other tiny section of melody he just he's a genius with the shit jesus so yeah, I really appreciate him for that because he's helped me refine 
um, a lot of the melodies in my songs. Yeah. Anyway, good people, way yeah. different taste in music, and I love I love talking to them. Nice, cool. Yeah. Um. So here we go from Vapor. What are your thoughts on drum and bass, though? I like drum and bass. I didn't at first because I never found much that I liked, but um, some some notable drum and bass artists that I can think of are Xylent makes when he does do drum and bass, it's super tasty. Mm-hmm. Um, Noisia, yes, is uh, rest in peace. What happened? Well, they're 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 breaking up this year. Oh no! Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yep. Um, this is their last I hope year. at least I hope at least one of them continues to produce. I think they all will. Um but it'll probably be under separate. Yeah. Well that'll stuff. be interesting. Yeah. To, yeah. Could be interesting, yeah. Mm-hmm. Any other artists? I'm trying to think. With like drum and bass specifically. Ooh, Faint. Faint, Faint is great. Yep. Faint was a huge inspiration for me for a hot minute. Um <laughs> uh No, Noise Storm had his drum and bass remix of Surge, which yeah, really, that's really classic. Did. There, yep. Mm-hmm. That's about all I can think of, though. Fair. It's funny. I I used to be like a huge like you know dubstep head, and was like, oh god, I like was easily my favorite genre. But very recently, like drum and bass has very quickly become my favorite genre. I don't know. There's there's so much variety in the genre, which I yes. think is really rare in EDM subgenres. Other than maybe right. house, um, you know, like you know, neurofunk is so different from like dance floor, oh which is God. so different from you know jump up to. It's like there's so much, and then you've got liquid, and it's like it feels like every music style has like a drum and bass equivalent, you know? Yeah, it's true. And there's so much um, more room for creativity there, I think, because of that. I agree. I really do. Um, I don't even know what it is about drum and bass that makes it so, so like open to variation. Like dubstep feels like it's in this really shitty pocket yeah. of, of what you have to do. Drop always happens at 55 seconds and whatnot. Yep. I don't like dubstep because of how, um, yeah, how put together it is all the time. Mm-hmm. You never get any real variation other than like the bass sounds. And even that gets boring. Yeah. But oof. Like Cohen Sound, dude. Dude, their fucking new album. Holy shit. Ah, Polychrome wait. was like one of my favorite albums of How uh, new is this new album? 2017? So not that new. Um, Polychrome. Oh, okay. So the last I heard from them was the uh Forgotten Myths EP. Oh, damn, you need to so listen tasty. to you need to listen to Polychrome then. Okay. Yeah. We're safe in that. Um That was nice. absolutely incredible. Sort of like a jazz, um, jazz, uh, glitch hop, drum and bass. It's like fucking, it's got ambient shit on it. It's got IDM on it. It's got fucking like everything on it. Cohen can do everything. I know. Doesn't matter what it is. Actually, I got that album on vinyl. It's fucking incredible. Yeah. That's so tasty. Okay. So my mom is about to practice saxophone. Okay. Well, speaking of jazz. Um, is there another place you can move to that? Um, let me just like tell her that this is happening. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so I told her, yeah, she, you probably heard it. <laughs> She's just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> she literally just like got wide eyed and ran out of the room with her sex. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> nice. Oh Minecraft. Oh, my pants slipped and I got a virus. Oh, that's an obscure meme. Okay. Nice. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Um Yeah, so jazz? So jazz. Yeah. It's a genre. Mm-hmm. I have a record player that Ooh, which uh, one? Bro- oh fuck, I don't know. It's called a Pop Sky. Okay. It's a digital record player. Oh, so, okay, sure. Um, it's super, super nice. nice. I mean, I don't really know how nice it actually is, but it's super convenient. <laughs> yeah. Because um, there's like, dude, there's this building in my city that is just sp- 
sprayed the front is covered in graffiti uh-huh. like actually nothing but graffiti it's just a, a square building full of like psychedelic drawings and shit it's super old and when i was a kid all i knew about the building was that um drug deals and prostitution happened there <laughs> so that's what my my fucking homeschooling christian mom told me as a kid or at least that's the impression i got and so <laughs> i get this record player um what is this like 15 years later i was sewing him back then mm-hmm. and i get this record player and i start searching for record stores in my town and uh there's one place called headstone and it's that fucking building that I wasn't allowed to go in or even think about <laughs> as a kid. So nice. I got to go into this this janky, sketchy, like fallen apart building uh-huh. for the first time ever. And uh, yeah, it's just a hippie record store. Nice. Just a, like a bunch of old fucks, probably smoking weed in the back. They have tons of records and I've been picking up like psychedelic rock and jazz albums from there like a couple times a week been sampling them i've made a couple pieces already like by taking juicy juicy vocal chops from this one album dude (laughs) it's so cool yeah anyway i love it love sampling nice yeah sampling i mean that's like the origins of fucking electronic music in general and like edm and all that like house and all that's just like sampling yeah. Yeah, I guess it's so, fucking every hip hop beat from yep. like the eighties through the everywhere yep. has all been just started from from sampling. Yep. So cool. Damn. Nice. Um yeah. see I was lucky because I, I used to work in a, a hi-fi store for a bit, selling like um like fucking crazy expensive uh record players. Like we once sold a guy, I think it was like a thousand pound turntable. <laughs> Put fucking Get Lucky by Daft Punk on that shit. Holy fuck. Mm. I've never heard music before like that. God damn. Um, But they had a a refurbished record player that they couldn't sell and uh, amplifier. And they're like, yeah, you can have it. I was like, okay. Just So so I got like a fucking 300 pound turntable for free because shit wasn't fucking selling. So I was quite fortunate for that because there's no fucking way I could afford that shit. Wow, yeah, the perks of working at a fucking hi-fi show. Yeah, I guess. That's insane. And I nearly got fired, but you know, that's 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 <laughs> well, okay, that's neither here nor there. Nah, it's just probate. It's nothing. There's actually oh. no story. I just wasn't um Rip. There was a yeah, there was nothing um <laughs> nothing dramatic. Exciting. Although someone did just get fired at my current job, so that's quite funny. For what? Um they had a genius plan. So I work at a phone shop now. Um Mm-hmm. And admits stealing from other stores and stuff like that, which he never got fired for. This was like the last straw. Um, he he, uh, he basically he had a a genius scheme where he would um, do phone contracts in his um, under he would do, sell himself phone contracts, which is against the rules. Um, sure. He would sell himself like 10, 15 phone contracts under fake names. Um, oh, no. And then take the phone and sell the phone. Now, of course, the, 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 um, the, the big problem with this is, like, uh, phones are, what, like 700, 800 pounds? And then the contracts over two years are, like, 2,000 pounds. <laughs> right. <laughs> so imagine 15 of these. And that's his fucking what in plan. What fuck? <laughs> so was he getting, like, um... I don't know, uh, like I guess commissions for every every. No, not really. That he sold. No. And how did he? So, what was the big scam here? It sounds expensive, but I don't understand the benefit or the gain. Yeah, he- exactly. Yeah, no one does. <laughs> what in the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest. It's the greatest scheme yet. I'll tell you what. Anyway. That's enough about me. That's so everyone's mad, but the, no, it I sounded know. like a curious story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> it's, okay. Um, what cool. a dumbass. I yeah. Uh, anyway, righty. Um, okay. So this is from Q, and I sort of merged it with a question from Trio, which is: Out of all the songs you've made, which one is your favorite? And from Trio, what song did you enjoy producing the most? 
Oh my god, that is a loaded question, but it's not Ooh. your fault. <sighs> um, my brain is shooting on all cylinders because there's songs under my current alias that are great, but my favorite might be one that's like an older one mm. or um, like one that I've released and taken down since then. But we'll just go with like my currently released songs. Let me fucking think about it first. <laughs> like, no I enjoyed making everything on the Tree of Life album. Mm-hmm. Every single song on there was uh, was super fun. And there's 30 songs on the goddamn album because yeah. I just kept having fun. That was a, a nice period in my life. But oh, then there's also Winter Storms and Barroom Swing was real fucking fun to make. Mm-hmm. It's just like... I'd never made a song with that kind of like one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. <laughs> like just like that swingy kind of beat was so, I didn't even know I could do it in FL studio. Yeah. Fucking triplets. Yep. And it was great. It was, I had so much fun writing those melodies and that whole song that I, that might be it. I might have to go with Barroom swing. Nice. That shit was cool. so fun. Let's <laughs> yeah. just make every song in three, four time now. That's all you have to, to do. Yeah, that's all you gotta do, and then you make a Just million. Gonna... You make a million dollars. I'm waiting for that. Yeah, it's coming. Don't worry. Thank you. Um, speaking of which, this is from Miss Lena, who I'm not sure who that could oh. be, but you. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, some yeah, some person. Um, but <laughs> yeah. where, where, where did your inspiration for your album Tree of Life come from? Because that is a long ass fucking album. Holy shit! And it's really rare to see albums that long in. EDM. So. Mm. so the intention was oh well the length I'll explain. It was supposed to be uh cut into two parts. Mm-hmm. But my my distribution system, the the service I use, Ditto Music, is uh fucking trash. <laughs> Don't use I do not endorse Ditto Music whatsoever. In fact, I am fully against the usage of this platform. <laughs> DistroKid or nothing. Yep. So it's it's super long because um the inspiration came from when I was <sighs> Okay, I had most of these songs like already done. Mm-hmm. They were just like waiting in some back burner while I tried to figure out my, the best way to release them. I was really for several months I was stressing over uh over how many songs I had and like I I got into my own head about um how to fix and like fully utilize my branding and release each album or ep with maximum uh force like yeah like distributed in the best possible way so that everybody hears it and it's not it's not gone unmissed i didn't know how to do that yet so but and i kept making music because that's like a stress relief of mine so it was like an ouroboros kind of situation where i'm just eating myself by like making more music to relax about how much music I have and need to release <laughs> and then stressing about how much music I have and need to release. <laughs> it sucked. So the inspiration comes from when I was at my grandma's house, uh-huh. I was doing yard work for her, mm-hmm. chilling in, oh, I just put up drywall with my grandpa. And after we were done with that, um, I was like on the clock for a couple hours. And uh-huh. so I'm chilling in their driveway picking weeds yep. with my hands as you just do. for like as you do everyone yep. does it yep it's been like an hour and a half and my mind is nowhere my bluetooth bad my bluetooth speaker ran out of battery it's dead can't listen to music i'm just yep. sitting there i start thinking about plants too much because i'm picking <laughs> all of them i think about trees and i'm thinking of just I don't even know where my mind went at that point, <laughs> but I I came up with this like, dude, a three part album called The Tree of Life. I'll make like first the first part the roots, the second part is the like the trunk, and then part three will be the canopy, like the treetops, dude. Yep. Oh shit! So I, I <laughs> fucking weeds for like another thirty minutes mulling over this idea. Uh-huh. Like, thinking it's gonna be so good, just a huge album. We're gonna release all these songs on it. Boom! And <laughs> <laughs> boom. 
boom, dude. I got it. Like, I wasn't even high at the moment, but I came home, smoked it over, and I was just like, yeah. It didn't work. It didn't work. The album is a flop. There is so much music on there that will never be heard. Mm. Into the Fire is being used in a um, uh, a map for Beat Saber, like a, a custom, oh, shit. Nice. unofficial map. Yeah, so I play getting... so much of fucking Beat Saber, so I have to check. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, I know that because they've added a survey feature, like a, a mod. And um, That's it. yep, when I when I clicked on it, it was like play this song by Get Sex. Uh, Get Sex feature. I said it again. Get Sex featuring Miss Lena. Uh, I was right. like, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so cool. I'm I've been buddy buddy with the two guys who um, made that survey. Uh-huh. And they asked me a long time ago if they could use some of my music for um, the project that they're working on. Um, Damn. The survey is part of the project, and then they're going to like make this some other service for artists and music makers and Beat Saber and some sort of store that's going to link between them. Okay. He hasn't even gone into detail about it. But yeah, Into the Fire from the Tree of Life. They loved it. They made mm-hmm. a map from it. And and yeah, you can get free fucking custom sabers if you do this map and take the survey. Nice, it's like a porn star ad. Complete <laughs> this survey. I mean, a porn, uh, porn red hub fucking. Well, shit. You know I know what about. I'm fucking doing after yeah. after this interview. <laughs> Hell yeah, you do. Yep. I'm gonna have so. a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Ready. <laughs> Yeah. So, okay. Uh, don't smoke. Uh, here we go. This is from Nick. This is a serious question, um, and this requires a serious answer. Oh no! How many chairs is too many chairs in a five hundred square feet room? Five hundred. Yeah, that's a big room. Jesus Christ, that's a How big much fucking room. Do you want? Like, I'm assuming maybe two aisles. Enough room in the back and the front. Yep. No, I just mean, I think he just means like fucking pile them up to the ceiling. Uh, this is Nick asks. We'll I think Nick may have confused you with uh, Wolfram Alpha, but alas, uh, you've got so, your math question today now. The, the average, like, you know, the typical metal folding chair that you see everywhere is 18 inches in width and depth. Mm hmm. So a little over a foot, well, a foot and a half, right? Yeah. So I'm not going to do the math for you fucks, but a foot and a half, um, save room for like two aisles of maybe four feet. Okay. And then like four feet in the back to walk around. Uh, you fucking carry the two, figure that shit out. And that's how many chairs. There you go. There you go, Nick. I hope you, I hope he's answered your question. Um, that was a I great question. I, yeah, it was pretty nice. Yeah. Best question so far. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, if you were, this is from Sick Lizard. If you were on the show Survivor and the whole cast was made up of your dream team of producers, who would you vote off the island first? Wow. Damn. Pick um, your favorite. Here we go. Pick your, pick your least favorite. It's like picking a least favorite child. Here we go. How many? I haven't seen Survivor in a minute. How many? Uh, I have no people clue. Do I pick my dude? Um, hey Google, man. How many people are on a season of Survivor? Like, I gotta pick like probably my twelfth or tenth least favorite. Oh, uh, that's so, telling me the crew. Five hundred ninety contestants have competed. Okay, my five hundred ninety. So five ninety divided by thirty nine. Hey Google. Five ninety divided by thirty-nine. I have to burp. Fifteen. Nice. Okay. Fifteen fifteen contestants per season. God my Okay, so I could make a list of fifteen of my favorite EDM artists right now, but that would take like five, ten minutes. Uh Uh-huh. So I would just if I had to ballpark it, my like Oh. Like maybe maybe Muzzy. Ooh. Muzz, I'm sorry. Why? Just because I get that he like makes drum and bass and shit, 
but I don't. I've never liked one of his drum and bass songs. I don't like the way Ooh. he mixes his drums Damn. at all. Throwing I think, shade. I think they sound kind of. I'm sorry. Damn. I, I don't mean to make it sound shady. Love, I fucking love Muzz. So. I understand. Yeah. He's like actually he's a super super chill fucking guy though. If you ever meet oh, him in real life, yeah, he's like one of the funniest people I've ever met. Yeah, I've seen him on some live streams and just like videos of him talking. Like he's cool. Mm. Just sorry, dude. If we're going on like quality. Oh. Well, I mean, there just you go. feed me would be in the top three, but like <laughs> we're off the bat, okay? You can't really top feed me. Savant would be in top ten, maybe top five. Silence okay. in top five. Nice. Okay. Anyway, next question. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're throwing lots of shade in this this um this one. I don't mean to. No, it's fine. Cool. You know what? It's your career to lose, not mine. So at the end of the day, what career, dude? Yeah, I'm, I'm, well, I'm broke. Well, so are most artists, to be fair. Yeah, it's part of it's part of the job. <laughs> right, you got to lose money to make. Money. Yeah, exactly. That's the way to look at it, man. And that works. Okay, yeah, here it's we go. Working so well. <laughs> uh, this is from AU. This is, this is from okay. AU. Who is the coolest person who you looked up to when you started production that you eventually met through your music? Nice. Hmm. 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 Subtact was cool. Oh, yeah, Subtact uh, is super cool. I, I I've met him before once. Yeah. Yeah. He is. Um. Yeah. We spoke a few times. He's dope. Just very cool. Very normal and chill. Yeah. Seven minutes dead. I had the pleasure of talking to for quite a while on Twitter. We had a really just long. Maybe it was Discord actually, but we had a nice just long normal conversation, and uh, I loved his shit from the beginning. Yeah. Like early Monster Cat, like oh, <clears throat> I want to say oh six, like oh oh six. Yeah. That album was like one of the first ones I heard, and um. He is like he just makes nut shit. Oh my Someone god, dude! Said. You can't even. I can't even think about Peacock without going insane. <laughs> like it blows my fucking head open. That- Normally I can figure out what's going on in a song melodically, but that's just a. What I what I what I find fascinating about a lot of his stuff is he builds his melodies around arpeggios, but there's still a strong melody that comes through, like um yeah. like the divide. It's basically a big mm-hmm. arpeggio, but you if there's a melody there that you can pick up through the the arpeggio. Right, it's, just a few. It's, uh, it's genius. There's yeah. like select prominent notes that pop up every once in a while, and. Even though there's a bunch of shit going on, your brain still, he knows what your brain is going to pick out yep. within that mess of notes, that, that's, that fucking ocean of yeah. noise. Like, yeah, he knows how to find patterns in disorganized chaos. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, he's super fucking talented. Mm-hmm. Any, anyone else that you've met? Um... Not really. Oh, I, I talked to Speaker of the House for a bit. Okay. Um, who, he used to make cool shit, but now he just does Tropical House. And Damn. I fell asleep. Yeah. But I sent him one of my songs. He made this Facebook post in like 2013. And it was like, send your best unreleased stuff to my email for critiques. And like he posted his email. And he deletes it like... 20 minutes later, but I managed to get it just as he posted it and I sent him some shit and he replied like four weeks later <laughs> saying, hey man, sorry I missed this and he gave me like some, he gave me critiques on the song and it was like the coolest shit ever. Damn. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that was tight. Um, cool. So this is from Fighter. And he says his favorite song from you is probably uh, Where Am I? Can you describe the production process of the song um, and, you know, how you decide on the title and the genre and stuff for it? Yeah, a little bit. Um, the the whispering Where Am I was, mm-hmm. was originally just something that I recorded. I took like six takes of me whispering it 
and um, layered them, pitch shifted them, and made it the pre-chorus, pre-drop sample, I guess. I don't know why. It just sounded nice. The the amount of syllables and the way, just the tone of each word, like where am I, just resonated in my head. So I liked it. I think it started out way slower. I wrote the melody in a much slower BPM. I don't mm. even know what it is right now, but it's like 170 something, mm, maybe 150. It's like dun, 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 dun. yeah, because it's almost fast. like it's yeah, it's almost like happy hardcore like sort of tempo. Right. Yeah. I didn't even know what that shit was. I eventually started making a couple of happy hardcore tracks after I heard uh, Nanobi, Rainbow mm-hmm. Road, dude. Mm-mm-mm. But yeah, I I sped like it was it was at an electro speed, one thirty or something, and I just fucked with the tempo because I was kind of getting bored of the song. Because if you've heard it, it's pretty monotonous mm-hmm. most of the time. the The general melody is very repetitive, and that's all I had when I first started it. So I got bored. And I sped the tempo up, and it gave me more inspiration to make all the weird, like drum pattern changes and switch ups that I that I put in the song. Yeah, yeah, and it was just the inspiration was boredom and disinterest. <laughs> nice, <laughs> that's that's my favorite place of inspiration. <laughs> it's the best. Okay, like, negative emotions bring out the best music. I'm telling you. There you go. I mean, it's true, though. I mean, how many fucking great albums are made when people are, like, sad? Versus Every when people one. are happy. Look, Chance yeah. the Rapper tried to make an album when he was happy, and it fucking did not work out. So. Oh, my God. And you've literally got the song called Happy Clap Along If You Feel Like You Wanna Kill Yourself. That song's a bop, though. No way. No, it kind of bops. Not. I'm sorry. The song kind of bops. Say. Okay. Okay. We can uh, agree to disagree. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I'm just okay. gonna be pissed now. Okay. <laughs> um, righty. This is from Ico. What is better, fame or infamy? Man, what's the definition of infamy? You sort of like um, notorious, like. Your mm-hmm. your so maybe you got like just a cult following. You're famous for being for not necessarily like positive reasons but um it's more cool you know i guess i mean if if it doesn't always imply like negativity like if you can be infamous for doing like just offbeat off the cuff art then that's cool i'd rather be infamous in that case mm. than than just famous by doing what gets recognition yeah okay and this is the this is last one this is from miss lena as well where do you see yourself in five years time uh dead (laughs) (laughs) took a very dark turn (laughs) (laughs) um in five years probably nowhere exquisite um hopefully living comfortably with with stable musical or technical work and uh ideally living with lena nice i hope she fucking gets her ass over to the u.s soon because i'm getting bored and yeah lena you gotta do it it's true you you, you heard him you gotta do it now you gotta come fucking... here i want someone to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah Okay, this is we got we got one last question actually. This is from Delhi eighteen. I can um, keep going. I don't give a shit. <laughs> what's your What's your favorite genre to work with? <laughs> That's a good question. I could say that my least favorite is. Oh my gosh, both of those are hard to answer. I don't like working in a particular genre to boot. Like, if I'm writing a new song, it's going to change no matter what. Um, it, it could start as, like, something electro and, and turn into an ambient piece, or vice versa. It just, it depends. But if, I would say synthwave, 
or Outrun-esque stuff. Yeah. Fast-paced synthwave is really nice to play with. That shit's fun. That's fun to make. Because you get to play around in, like, retro synths as well, and that's always fun. Yeah, it all sounds nice. Yeah, and it's like you strip down, like, all the fucking complexity of, like, modern music production. You're just like, okay, I got, like, seven things I can modify, and that's how it should be, you know? That's... Yes, that's exactly it. I love making just MIDI music, such as, uh, like, old... Final Fantasy, like we said, and RuneScape type music, because it's just you, what you've got to work with is just laid out right in front of you, and you can't really manipulate it that much beyond your imagination or, that's a weird way to put it there's just not much to do with it, you've got notes, you gotta make something pretty that, that sounds good very little tricks involved you just make it tasty yep. with Synthwave there's like some some uh like mixing variations and and whatnot but the sound design is pretty solid like there's not much in the way of uh man i can't think of the words <laughs> there's not much variation yeah in the sound design of synthwave so you've just got like real it's all about the composition fun. isn't it exactly <clears throat> yeah i love that yeah Okay, here we go. Bandom's asking if you want to hear a cooking tip. Okay. Do you want to hear a cooking tip? Yeah. Okay, here we go. I'm going to read this verbatim. So, here we go. Um, I'm going to tell you about the best way to prepare bananas. Peel your bananas, put them on a plate, and put copious amounts of butter on them. Now comes the fun part. Stick them in the microwave for as long as you like. It really doesn't matter. Thank me leisure. There you go. I'm a little concerned. Yeah, with me the too. Health of this man. Me too. Also, bananas are fucking terrible. I don't like bananas. I'm also allergic to uh, fresh fruit and most fresh veg fresh vegetables, which sucks. Oh, I have, like shit. my throat gets itchy and my lips and tongue get swollen and itchy, and it sucks. So, not even ironically, I might try that just to see if like a cooked banana is is effective against my allergy shit. I don't know. I would probably talk to a doctor first though, right? <laughs> I mean, I haven't. They just said, they just say like, oh, huh. Well, <laughs> don't eat bananas and apples, I guess. Just, bitch. um, just have a bunch of Benadryl and you'll be good Dude, to go. I have a bunch of Benadryl and I take a bunch of Benadryl and it's fun. You ever see spiders on the wall? I have. <laughs> there you go. Anyway. That's a good way to end the, end the ask me anything. I don't think yeah. anybody else has any more questions. Um, June Sky wants me to ask his question, but it sucks, so I'm not going to ask it. Uh, I mean, shitty questions, they'll take them. Nah, trust me. Okay. It's bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, in that case, uh, what have you got coming up now? Miss um, Lena and I are working on a four-track EP that should be ready within... I don't know. I'd give it a month. Okay. Release date TBA. That's Are you allowed to fun. say the title? Yeah, it'll be the Countless Times EP. Okay. What do you mean you must be joking? You must be joking. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah, so a month, a month asterisks. Should we say? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Quotation marks. Yeah. Cool. Great. But yeah, that's about it. Um, well, in that case, uh, thanks for coming on, man. Um, Hell yeah. This episode is going to be up on Podcast Hope Host. Hopefully, we're still waiting on the first one to get accepted by Spotify and Apple and all that oh, shit. But it's coming. It's coming at some point. But Sweet. As usual, it's all going to be up there with the timestamps. So that's all going to be good. Cool. Um, but I think awesome, that's dude. everything. So yeah, thanks so much for... Coming on, man. Dude, thank you. Yeah. It's hella fun. Yep. Cool. And it's uh, ass. Ass. Okay, you fucking answer. Okay, that was that was Gene Sky's question. God damn it, Gene Sky. Okay. Well, Gene Sky's question has been answered. 
Fuck you, June Sky. You're getting demoted from moderator. Good one. And we're gonna go rolls. And yeah, he's he's not mod anymore. Cool. Um, so with that bombshell, yeah. Uh, great. Yeah, thanks. All right, this thanks. was fun, dude. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. See you next Sunday, I guess, for the next Ask Me Anything. So not you, Woo! unless you want to come along. Without me? Oh yeah, I'll be here. Yeah. But we're not interviewing again. You gotta pay extra for that. Come on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, well, hit me up in DMs and we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> cool, okay. Cool. Um, I gotta so, find a point where we need to stop the recording. Yeah. How do you end things like this? I don't actually know. Bye. Bye, yep, yeah, there we go. Okay, bye. <laughs>